Welcome to The Real Talk, where we're legit about our history. In today's episode, we're going to discuss Pearl Harbor and how it ended American isolationism during World War II. You're also going to dig at the question, how do legacies of the past include societies and shape contemporary history? We're your hosts, Caroline and Ashley. Let's start off our episode by giving you the lowdown on Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor was a terrorist bomb attack led by Japan that was dropped in the U.S. main military base off the coast of Hawaii. The attack happened on December 7, 1941, during World War II. Before the bomb was dropped, the U.S. wasn't directly involved in the war, but Japan wanted to strike first and destroy their ships and military before the U.S. attacked them. This is correct. The U.S. was not involved in World War II at the current moment, but they were involved in the disagreements of territory and power in China. The Axis powers, which included Germany, Japan, and Italy, wanted more influence and power over China, so they signed the Tripartite. Pact, which led them to be allies in World War II. While the U.S. might not have been involved in fighting in Europe, the current American president, Franklin Roosevelt, was strongly against the Nazis and was hoping for a British-French victory. How did the U.S. help Britain and France without actually being in the war? They supported them with money, resources, and technology throughout the war even when Britain and France couldn't afford them. Wouldn't they just help fight in the war if they were paying for it? Well, World War II was not the last of World War I, so Americans were being in World War I and were still living through the effects of war, so there was full neutrality and staying out of the war. So basically, the U.S. was staying away from war. Wouldn't that be considered isolationism? Exactly. But that was all before the attack on Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor upset the Americans and made World War II no longer a foreign war. Now the government could end isolationism and join World War II. So why didn't the U.S. enter World War II before Pearl Harbor? According to U.S. policy, it requires that the U.S. president makes the declaration of war, and President Roosevelt promised to stay out of foreign wars as part of his campaign for president. The U.S. also didn't have enough, a strong enough military to join World War II at the time. That makes sense. So the attack on, World War, the attack on Pearl Harbor ended isolationism. We're not going There was also a lot of propaganda during the war, including a specific poster titled The Fight Has Just Begun, that played an extremely important role in American isolationism in other ways as well. What other ways? The American people were supportive of isolationism in part because they didn't want to send their men to die in battle. So why would the propaganda with the picture of a soldier want people to go to war? It was because of the design of the poster. The poster was a replica of the French World War I poster, and the quote was inspired by the British quote during the Revolutionary War. Those remind people of the success of World War One and still hope with the building. Okay. Since all of that happened, people typically wonder why there wouldn't be a warning message or a signal before the attack. But there was. There was a message before Pearl Harbor was attacked. On the morning of December 7, 1941, Japan sent a message to the U.S. named the 14-part message which was stating that Japan and the other Axis powers wanted peace and control over East Asia. What were the 14 parts in the message? The 14 parts were open diplomacy without secret treaties, economic free trade on the seas during war and peace, equal trade conditions, decrease amendments among all nations <laughs> to adjust colonial claims, evacuation of all central powers from Russia, and allowed to define its own independence. Belgium to be evacuated and restored, 
the return of Alsace-Lorraine region and all French territories. We adjust Italian borders. Austria-Hungary to be provided an opportunity for self-determination. The redraw the borders of Balkan region creating Romania, Serbia, and Montenegro. Creation of a Turkish state with guaranteed free trade in the Dardanelles. Creation of an independent Polish state and the creation of the League of Nations. Was all this taken into account? No, this message was not taken into account. There was no action given from the U.S. government to prevent this attack. The government wanted this to come as a surprise to the people of America, so it would give them a reason to join the war. So the president at the time, Franklin Roosevelt, ignored the message and didn't let it get out to the public. Japan violated its own message by dropping the bombs on Pearl Harbor. Well, what happened when Pearl Harbor was attacked? When Pearl Harbor was attacked, as mentioned previously, it gave the American government a reason to fight in World War II and in American isolationism. Pearl Harbor killed 2,403 2, sailors, soldiers, and civilians, and 1,000 more were injured. Wow, Pearl Harbor played an important role in the end of American isolationism in 1941. Pearl Harbor plays a part in American isolationism today as well. Pearl Harbor is widely regarded as what caused the U.S. to join the World War II, a war they ended up winning when they dropped the atomic bombs on Japan in 1945. This attack showed how strong and advanced the U.S. was. How would events from the 1940s affect isolationism today? The attack on Pearl Harbor changed a lot for the U.S. After World War II, countries were coming together to form international groups like the United Nations and the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO. Because of the role in World War II, the U.S. is a part of these groups. So, because of Pearl Harbor, the U.S. is no longer isolated and has a strong presence in international politics? Exactly. Pearl Harbor has lasting effects on the world today and left behind a strong legacy in America. Pearl Harbor was commemorated with a museum in, in Hawaii. The Pearl Harbor Museum is the one underwater, right? Yeah, the Pearl Harbor Museum is the one underwater due to the fact that one of the ships that were bombed, the USS Arizona, is still underwater and can't be brought up because of the damage, along with the bodies that are embedded into the ship. The Pearl Harbor Museum work is both a tribute to the Americans that lost their friends and family during the attack and as a warning to other countries about what America is capable of. Well, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening. And we hope you learned something about Pearl Harbor and American isolationism in World War II. Tune in next time on The Real Talk for what we talk about next. Bye!